Hello, and welcome to the Minted Genius Podcast. My name is Leela, and I'm happy to be with you today as we celebrate creativity, human ingenuity, and mint our genius like raw gold into precious coins of achievement. Have you ever noticed that sometimes things just flow and timing is perfect, whether that's in collaboration or on a project of your own, and other times you have to strive and try and try again for just one little inch forward? I've certainly been there, and as I was creating this particular podcast, which has a focus on collaboration and self-collaboration, I found myself wanting to scrub what I had, edit, re-edit, try to figure out the perfect way to say what I wanted to say, and then it dawned on me that the reason for that is because we are in a collaboration as presenter and listener, and that collaboration is very, very important to me. I want you to have the best of what I can give, the best of what can, you can get out of this few moments that you invest time with the Minted Genius podcast. And it matters to me, this collaboration is important. So I want to make sure that I'm giving my best and always identify ways that I can even do better and step up to that. You know, there's a famous theater director named Peter Brook who wrote a book that's rather precious to those of us with degrees in theater, and it's called The Empty Space. He talks about the fact that theater can really only occur when there is an actor, but also an audience. It takes both. Even if there's only one of each, you need both in a space with one performing and the other witnessing the performance. Interestingly enough, when you collaborate in a group dynamic, you're often transitioning between the two roles, performer and audience, all the time. You present your ideas in one moment, but you also listen to others presenting their ideas. Performer, audience, performer, audience. That dynamic is happening sometimes with split-second timing. The other way I look at it is taking on a leader dynamic and being willing to put ego on the line to suggest ideas, even if they may be shot down, but then also listening to the perspective of others. This ability to go from leading to listening and back to leading in a heartbeat is a great skill to develop, and I'm certainly not a master of it, but in collaboration terms, the ability to active listen, replay what you've heard in a way that shows you have heard others and understand, then also provide that added value of synthesizing those ideas and suggesting a possible way forward that acknowledges the contribution, but also cuts through conflict to a third way that the majority can get on board with is an exciting way to make your own contribution. Of course, that ideal is easy to talk about in terms of group dynamic and collaboration because it really speaks to acknowledging a diverse array of viewpoints and then finding the common core values of the team and lighting a path forward. So, for example, there's a difference between being a director in a play where there is an existing script and the director's vision of how to exercise and execute that becomes the deciding vote in the room versus consensus. When there is the one vision director, it's he or she becomes the person who holds the precious right to say yes or no. So no matter how many ideas are presented, the, the power, but also the responsibility, rests entirely on the director to make those decisions that are best for the production. In collective creations, the actors and even the costume and um, set designers may also be the creators or the code writers in tech companies, uh, and they're all creating the script that will become the play, and so their voice and influence becomes more prominent. But regardless of whether there is one acknowledged decision maker or a more consensus group dynamic, in all these cases, no one gives anyone permission to step forward and risk ego with the presenting of new ideas. We have to take that on for ourselves. 
We can be cheered, we can be booed, we can be ignored when we risk a reaction by making a creative offering. But we're the ones who, when we step forward to do that, also gain invaluable feedback. I can't tell you the number of times my ideas have been shrugged off, rejected, or then said by someone else 10 minutes later and the group reacts with, what a great idea, not realizing I said it first. And that happens to most people in a group dynamic at one time or another. But the one thing collaboration does provide is, is feedback. And if we are able to manage our ego after five rejections in a row and still active listen and alternately lead by offering yet another potentially great idea, well, that is courage. That is having nerves of steel. And that is also putting the benefit of the group and the team goal ahead of one's own shyness or fear or need for approval. Now, trust me, I'm the queen of need for approval, but I also passionately believe that the best idea in the room is the one that needs to win. Now, with self-collaboration, we are the idea generator, the decision maker, the executor of that idea, and we are alone in that. So the very issue of fearing negative feedback in collaboration becomes the fear of no feedback in self-collaboration. We have to get up and still complete our project without a group to spur us on, either through the you rock kind of feedback or that sucked, do better kind of feedback. We have to become our own feedback generator. Sometimes it's hard to show up for ourselves without the desire for applause or even the fear of losing a paycheck. But we still have to become the, the calibrator of our own outcome, our own results. So we're the ones that have to show up and decide whether something is or isn't good enough and by doing that, we actually hone our aesthetic. We actually hone our ability to make great decisions by being the one solely responsible for those great decisions. Knowing what motivates us and managing our own self-collaboration is a matter of constant self-reminder of what we value and what we're aiming for. For me, I'm in the final stages of a multi-year book project that if I execute correctly, readers will be able to finish in a weekend or a week's vacation. Years of effort for a very quick read. No one will know from the blend of romance, humor, and adventure what I took to write. In my own self-collaboration, this style of hard work behind the scenes so that the audience can be entertained and perhaps even moved and uplifted is a pact I make with myself. That's my group dynamic, my commitment to myself. I work hard so the reader can enjoy, have fun, be uplifted, so the reader doesn't actually have to work hard. To value one's own contribution even when no one knows what it took behind the curtain is a key part of continuing to show up. And to value one's lone voice, even when in a group, is also a key part of continuing to contribute. I appreciate every time you click on this podcast and listen, and I hope you go into this week with a heightened sense of how much you actually say and do, which contributes to making things better for yourself and others, regardless of whether you're the actor or the audience. I wish you an amazing week ahead, this is Leela from Minted Genius. Thank you for listening, and we will see you hopefully soon.